When you can't, he can. When you can't, he can. I. It's been a while since I've come on here. And as I was sitting here in my car, just thinking about what I want to share with y'all today, um, you know, just a lot going on in our life. And it's interesting, you know, I was thinking about social media and how we post our highlight reels. And this past week, we had an epic highlight reel. We went to Costa Rica. It was my husband and I, it was our third time going, but it was our first time taking our boys. And we decided for their spring break that we really wanted to take the boys and show them just why we love this place so much. And it was amazing. I mean, it was the most amazing trip, but, um, there was also an underlying issue that I didn't, I didn't post on social media. I didn't post, um, what was going on with my husband. And, um, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, as I was, I've been processing it kind of all week. Um, cause it's something that we're, we're in the thick of right now. Um, and it's, it's crazy. Cause like, just as I've, you know, starting to heal from my medical stuff, um, it's now my husband's turn. It's like tag your it. And I was, as I'm sitting in a hotel room with my kids, um, which I'm going to get into that story in just a hot second here. Um, I just kept saying to them over and over when we can't, God can and, and I don't know what's going on with your dad, but God does. And I don't know what's going to happen to your dad, but God does. And I just found myself like, I don't, but he can, I, I don't know, but God does. And, and just constantly pushing back on like, I, I like lifted my hands almost in the air. Like, I don't know, but God does. And I don't know if you've ever been in that place where you're just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's, you know, COVID, all these things, right? I don't know why God's calling us to move to Tennessee. I don't know. Like, I don't know, you know, but God does. And sometimes you have to get to a place where it's like, I don't, but he does. And it's going to all work out for the good. And, um, you know, it's interesting when I'm going through my own stuff, I don't know if you've had this either, but when you're going through like your own thing, like you personally, you, you're, you're aware of it, obviously. And then you also are in control of how you're going to respond, right? Like, you know how you're going to respond. Like, you're choosing your response. It was my first time um, not having something medically wrong with me, but having something medically wrong with my husband. And for the first time having to be like, I, I don't know. And when I'm about to share my story, you're going to be like, wow, that's insane. Um, we just got the diagnosis today, what he has. So when we were going to go to Costa Rica, um, a couple days before we left, my husband had um, a little bit of redness in his eyes and it was, it was weird. Like at first we thought, I thought it was pink eye, but then it, you know, it kind of went away a little bit, but it was still kind of there. Um, I didn't have a fever and you didn't have any, you know, anything that was associated with pink eye. So we're like, okay, you don't have pink eye. We're good to go. So we flew to Costa Rica and the next day, um, he woke up to a very swollen face. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Hitch, <laughs> but you know, Will Smith, when he has like, I think it was shellfish and, he's not, and he can't have shellfish or something like that. And he has like face blows up and he like looks in the mirror and he's like, Oh, like that is not good. And he like the scene of the movie, he's like putting all the Benadryl he can like in the basket. That was my husband, but it was only half of his face. It was the weirdest thing. So like half of my husband's face exploded. Like his eye 
and his jaw was like to Timbuktu. It was insane. Um, so we FaceTimed our, our friends who are a doctor and he kind of shared, you know, some of the things that he's like, you're clearly are having a, you know, a reaction to something that, you, you know, you obviously didn't get it in Costa Rica. It's been in your body, but maybe with the flight and all that, just kind of maybe irritated it, exasperated it, who knows? So he kind of gave us some things that we should go get at the pharmacia because we're in the middle of a jungle and like everything is in Spanish. So we go and get the things that he needs. And then the next day he wakes up and it's not better. It's actually worse. His now, his entire face, like whole cheeks, both cheeks have exploded like a chipmunk. Like he looks like he has, like he's holding out like these nuts in his cheeks (laughs) and his gums started to bleed like really bad, like really, really bad. And he couldn't eat. He couldn't eat. He couldn't brush his teeth. He had to like, couldn't even put his retainer in at night. Like it was bad. So he started drinking water. Like that's all he could drink was water, like through a straw. And I'm like, what do you want to do? Like, what do we do? You know, we have like a day, a couple days left, you know, do you want to, like, what do we do? And so he popped some Advil and it brought down a little bit of the inflammation and we, he, he was a trooper. Like my husband was a freaking trooper. Like did the zip lining, like did all the fun things, like did the boat ride with the, look at the crocodiles and the monkeys. And he hiked like in this crazy humidity, like a hundred degree humidity up to these waterfalls. And he got in the water with the boys. I was seriously like, my husband is a freaking badass, you know, um, just his, love for his kids and like us and just like I will plow through for my boys you know I'm gonna make it and it was awful like his face like it was awful like seeing his face and just seeing how much pain he was in by the last day that we were there um it it definitely reached a place where it was like we need a American doctor (laughs) like we he needs an American doctor and so we flew in um that night uh very late to Atlanta. And so here's the story gets a little crazy town. So, I mean, not that it already wasn't crazy, but it's gets even more crazy. So we land in Atlanta because we actually decided to fly out of Atlanta instead of Nashville because it was a better, uh, direct flight versus all these like layovers that Nashville had. So anyways, we land in Atlanta and the next, like very late the next morning, seriously, y'all like, I was like, baby, you gotta get, you gotta go to the ER. Like it's, this isn't good. Um, like I literally said to him, like, this shit is not correct. (laughs) Like you need to go to a doctor. So he went to the ER and his situation is just so weird, right? Like it's not normal. Like it's not his face. Like it's, it's not pink eye, like his jaw, like he can't go to the dentist. It's like, what the heck is going on? Right. And they run all these tests in the ER that take, you know, pretty much half the day. And, and they still don't know what the heck he has. They don't know what's going on. Meanwhile, I'm in the hotel room with the boys and I don't know. I, and this is when I'm like, I don't know. Like, do I, do we stay here? Like, is he going to be, I mean, is like, what is this? Right. And I want to just kind of share like a detour on this story of like, if you, 
where I feel like I wanted to share right here. I'm talking to somebody right now. I feel like there's some, there's a listener right now that is dealing with this right now. Obviously not what I'm going through, but like you're dealing with a loved one that is in the hospital or that is sick, that is going through something. And you are in a place where you're like, what, what am I supposed to do? And how am I going to, how am I going to hold the fort together while my loved one goes through all of this? And I've, I, I'm in the hotel room, right? And I'm not at home. I'm in my gross, like, Costa Rica clothes. My suitcase smells like a boy's gym locker room from, like, all the hikes and everything. I didn't even want to open it. I literally went to Old Navy and got some sweats for the boys and, and me because I was like, I don't even want to open up my suitcase. Like, it's that disgusting. Um, and I kind of, we were in Midtown Atlanta, and I'm like, okay, let's, like, make the most of this, you know? So I told the boys, like, we're going to have a great day. Like, we're going to have a great day. And couple things I want to share with you that I did and, and, and hopes that this can help you if you're struggling right now and you're, you have a loved one that's sick and you're trying to you know figure out what to do and hold the fort together and how to stay positive and, and maybe you even have kids that are young and you don't want to obviously scare them, right? So one of the things that I did is I turned on praise music and I'm talking like not like praise music like, oh Jesus, like this is awful, you know? It was like, woo! get your prey on, get your freak on. Like it was like worship music that like bumped the roof. And it was just like, like one of my favorite was we just got to pray it up. And it was just like, we're just praying it up. Like, boom, God's got this like in the house. And we were like jumping around and dancing and, and just, there's something about like taking yourself out of that place where I felt like I was going, which was sad, frustrated, broken, depressed, you know, just like one of my greatest fears and pretty much everyone knows this fear I've shared is losing my husband. Like, it's just like, I, he, he, we are one. Like if he dies, where do I go? Like, where the hell do I go? Like he, we are so, we've been together for over 20 years. Like where, like, it just, it just, oh my gosh. Like it's one of my greatest fears. And I'm just, I don't like to say that out loud because I don't want it to come to pass, but I literally every day pray to God that we die like the notebook. Like I'm holding his hand. He's holding mine. We're 80 years old and we just like peace out of this world together because I can't imagine my life without him. So it was, I found myself going down that path and was like, no, 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 no. And I just bumped up praise music. I got myself out of that state, but I also got my boys out of that state because I could see, especially my youngest who's eight, um, was worried you know, about his dad. And so just totally shifted the atmosphere. That was number one. Number two is I was like, I don't know, but God does. I can't, he can. And that was what I kept saying. And it put my boys in this place of like, okay, like mom doesn't know, doctors don't know, but God does. And you could rest in that. Third thing is we got out. And it wasn't like we were sitting by my phone waiting, like sitting by the, you know, in the hospital, we got out and we went to a park and we got into the sunshine and the boys got to play in the playground. And, you know, we, we went out to eat, we went out this really cute restaurant and we just got out of that state and we like went out and it was, it was so important that we did that. Um, and we finally got the test and all that at the end of the day. And my husband had to stay another night to run some um, antibiotics through his system. So he stayed another night. Um, he stayed that night actually in the hospital. And thank God he was able to go home the next day. So he drove home um, on Sunday. So we landed Friday night and he only had to stay in the hospital for one night. And 
I'm not going to lie. Like I was super exhausted. We, we've had like this huge, crazy, amazing Costa Rica trip where my youngest turned eight, um, in Costa Rica. It was awesome. And then, you know, we land and it was like, we we're supposed to go home. Right. And don't you know, like after that trip, like, you know, after you trip, like you just want to like sleep in your own bed. So it was just like really exhausting just be with my kids and figuring out what to do and all those things. But it also really weighed heavily on my heart of like, what the heck was going on with my husband? So the update is, um, he has OCP. Um, I have, it's like a very long, like octa something peripheral, something like it's a weird, it's like, Oh, but if you look up OCP, um, basically it's an autoimmune disease that he caught that he got and it's, um, it's untreatable. Um, he'll always have it. He has to have medication that, um, for the rest of his life that will, you know, help kind of keep that inflammation down, keep the redness down in his eyes. Um, and he's got all kinds of, I don't know, he's got a few dentist appointments for his gums cause they're, they're pretty messed up. Um, he had a bunch, he had like eight blisters all over his, in the insides of his mouth. I mean, it was just awful. It was awful. It was so, he, he's lost 12 pounds y'all. Like he had, he went on a water fast basically for five days in Costa Rica overall, like working out and sweating and all that. He like didn't eat anything cause it was so painful. And, um, yeah, I'm just like, so when are we going to get a burger in you? Cause that needs to happen immediately. Um, <laughs> but I share all of this and, and, you know, I share a lot about my life and things that we go through and I'm always very real and transparent always. And I just want to sh- be very real and transparent in and what we're going through and, and, um, and what's happening in our life. And also just that eh, how much mindset takes place in so many areas of my life and, 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 and how, you know, I was, and I, you know, when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you all today, there was a few points that I wanted to make, you know, I already made the one of if you're suffering with a loved one, that's sick, but I, I also want to tap into this is you, you are as strong as you are building yourself up to be. And in the days of adversity, when you faint, it's because you didn't work on your strength every day. It's kind of like, I was thinking about, it's kind of like a person that goes to run a marathon yet they've never trained for one. And it's like, why the heck are you here? And it's like, oh, I just decided like I was going to run a marathon. It's like, but you haven't trained for it. And I was thinking about, I was talking to one of my close girlfriends today and she was asking about my husband. We were, we were talking for almost two hours today and she shared with me, she's like, Natalie, in your life, girlfriend, the things that you go through, like the things that you've gone through, it's going on with your husband, like for you to be positive and for you to immediately go to a place of like bumping praise music and getting yourself out and being in the sunshine and not allowing yourself to go into a depression. It's because you, that's who you are and, and it's what you do every day. And I'm like, damn, isn't that the truth? Like it's because of the work I put in every day that my mind is like, we don't know how to go to that place because you have made a choice every day to never let yourself go there. And it's, it's because I've trained my mind to not go there. And I was thinking about, you know, just all the things I've gone through and I, I haven't had like walk on roses kind of life. I've had a lot of walking on the thorns kind of life. And I have chose to fix my mind 
on, no, I'm choosing right now to, yes, I'm walking on the thorns, but it is piercing through me. It's making me better. And I, I can't, I can't tell you enough. I mean, my, our, our business is called muscle and mindset. Our, 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 um, fitness course is called living fit from within from within. And, and that's why my course is so different, right? Is because I'm not just giving you a meal plan. I'm not just trying to make you lose weight. Like it's your mindset. And I'm, I'm trying to change the course of your life. I'm trying to teach you that when shit happens like this, that you can get to a place where you're like, I'm not going into that dark place because I have trained my mind to not go there. And so I would just, I so encourage you to have a strong morning routine, like strong, not getting on social media and looking at all these things like that's going to take you nowhere. That's going to take you nowhere. And one of the first things I started in, in training my mind is every single morning, everything that I did, I was like, where is this taking me? Where is this taking me? Where is this taking my mind? Is it going to a good place? No, it's not. When I would look at my body in the mirror and I would start talking crap about myself, where is that taking me? Is that taking me where I want to go? No, it's not. When I get in the shower and I take a shower and I'm, you know, picking myself apart, where is that taking me? Is that where I want to go? How am I treating my kids? Is that where I want to be a mom? Is that where I want to go? How am I treating my husband? Is that where, is that the marriage I want? Is that where I want to go? Every single thing was, is that where I want to go? Because if it wasn't, then I need to change it. Is, is, you know, eating this way, is this getting to me to the place that I want to go? Or is it taking me the very opposite direction? Is my habits taking me where I want to go or quite the opposite direction? And that's the thing is every single thing. It's like, I could allow myself to go to a dark place, but where's that going to take me? Is that going to take me where I want to go? No, it's not. Is this going to change my situation? Is this going to change the atmosphere that I have around me and my kids and my husband? Is this going to get me to a place where I'm believing in faith that my husband is healed and that he's going to get better? No, it's not. So I got to get to that place. But when you, when you, your mind is a muscle. So when you work on it every day, it immediately will go to where you have trained it to go. So let's go back to the marathon. So Every single day, you know, the chicks run a few miles and then she builds up to 10 miles and then she builds up to 15 and then she builds up to 20 and now boom, it's the marathon. And she's like, boop, got this. Yo, that's what's up. And people are like, whoa, dang. Like, I didn't even know that she, I didn't even know that she could run yet. Yeah, well, you didn't know, but, um, she actually has been running every single day and she's been training for this. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why she crushed the race because she's been training for it every day. So what are you training for? What are you training for? Because in your life, you're going to have races that show unexpectedly up in your life. And if you've been training your mind every day, you can crush that race. An unexpected race will show up in your life and you can still crush it because you've placed your mind to win. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that your mindset's going to heal your spouse or is going to heal the disease, but you are going to change the atmosphere 
of the circumstances that you're in. You can't change the circumstances, but you can change your attitude toward the circumstance. And that is what I'm talking about. So it's really interesting. I don't know the stats. I know it's super high. I'll maybe look it up and put, you know, post it on my social media if you follow me on Instagram. But the stats are crazy high of what you choose to believe. And that is people have actually literally thought themselves sick. So there's a story actually, a crazy story. This gal, I heard it in a podcast and I forget what podcast I was listening to because I listened to a lot. But there was this gal who she got a diagnosis that she was, that she had cancer and she was 65 years old. She got a diagnosis. She got cancer and she was devastated. I mean, she just immediately went to that dark place because she didn't fix her mind to wind every day. So that unexpected race showed up. That unexpected diagnosis showed up and she just, she just freaked out. I mean, she was just like, I'm going to die. Like I'm, I'm literally going to die. So she goes, you know, to the hospital. She's like, you know, she's like just so depressed and she, uh, six months later, so she, she goes to, okay, let me get the story straight. So she, and it's not six months later, six weeks. So she gets a diagnosis. She's depressed. She's just like, she just can't even believe it. You know, she just can't. And six weeks later, her, she goes to another doctor just to get like a second opinion. Okay. This is insane. She goes to the doctor and they're like, you you don't have, you don't have cancer. Like you don't like you're fine. Like you don't have, um, it was, she would, she was diagnosed with a certain kind of cancer. Okay. So whatever cancer, I think it was, I can't remember, but it was a certain diagnosis of cancer. Okay. She's like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, but they're like, but you do unexpectedly I, they're like, I would assume maybe in the last couple weeks got this cancer and it was like a growing of a cancer in another, in another area. And they're like, it's really weird. It's, it's, and it's a stress cancer. And they told her you probably brought it on yourself. They're like, because you probably thought yourself that you had cancer that your mind, and this is the doctor telling her, that your mind goes to what it believes. So it looks like a stress cancer. And it was, it was com- com- completely treatable. But it was so powerful for this woman that she ended up like going bonkers on being positive. Like bonkers. And she lived to be over 100 years old. Cancer free, cancer free, and she, she, she for like thirty, you know, years of her life, preached to these old people like you're thinking yourself sick. Like yes, there are diseases, yes, there are sicknesses and things, but you have the power to believe that you can be healed, that you can live. But if you get a diagnosis and you write off that you're dead, your mind has to go to what it believes. So you can actually heal yourself through your mind. So I, I, some of you I want to shake because I'm like, if you knew how powerful your mindset was, you'd be working on it every 
freaking day. Every day. If you knew how powerful your thought life was in healing and restoring your life. Your life. Can you tell how passionate I am about it? Because that's how, that's how important it is. That's how important it is. And so today I want to kind of wrap up my story. You know, today when I was talking to my girlfriend and we were, you know, we were talking about my life and, you know, she's like, we were talking about like different things that I've gone through because she's known me for a really, really long time. And, you know, we were talking about like different things that I've gone through and she's like, you, you have a bounce back mentality. I'm like, that is so true. And I said, you know, she's like, things try to take you down and you just, you bounce right back up. It's so crazy. Like you just bounce, like you just boom, boom. And I told her, I said, you know, sometimes it's a process. Um, like the, the, the surgery I had and all that I went through and being almost dead on, in the hospital room myself now, almost, you know, six months ago, um, that took me out for a bit. Now it didn't take me out like like I got really, really depressed and went to a dark place and wanted to kill myself. But it got me to a place where, you know, I mean, I looked in the mirror for quite a while, y'all, and was like, I don't even know who, the, who this chick is looking back at me. Um, I'm just now starting to get to that place, you know, where I'm like starting to feel like myself and starting to feel like my bad assery is coming back out. But, um, which is interesting timing you know, as God is like, okay, now it's your husband's turn. Um, but I say all that to say in through that, I told my girlfriend, I said, I, I pushed myself even more to, to really grow in my mindset because I, I saw just how important it is. So I want to, I want to share this with you. And this is just what I do. Um, they, there's all kinds of, if you look up morning habit routines, like there are tons of them. I mean, I think Tony Robbins like jumps into like a freezing cold bath every day. Like that's not happening for me. Like not even close. Like I would probably never want to wake up. You know what I mean? Like if I knew that I had to take a freezing cold bath every morning, I'd probably just sleep for the rest of my life. Cause that just sounds awful. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, peace out. No, I'm good. Um, but I, I do have a morning routine and the biggest is in my mindset. And it's not like, you know, hum by ya. It's like, I'm, I'm working on my mind. And, um, and it, sometimes it's, you know, there's been times where it's like 30 minutes and I just make sure at least I do five minutes and I call it my DVD system. Decide, visualize, and declare. I make a decision on who I am, where I want to go, what I want to be. And then I visualize that person, that place, that thing that I am visualizing. I'm, I'm literally seeing that person. And then I'm declaring, I am, I am literally speaking it out into existence. You have to decide, you have to visualize and declare. And I do that every single day, every single day, every single day. And, and I don't miss a beat. And it's so important because your life will decide for you. If you don't decide, you will, you will have a life, whether you visualized it or not, because it'll, it'll go into whatever you've put into your mind. And a lot of times, if you're not in control of your mind and putting those thoughts in it, the negative is really easy to go. And then that's what you actually have in your life that you see visually, physically. So you have to decide, you have to decide then you got to visualize and then you got to declare it. It's almost like you're deciding, boom, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want to have. Boom. I'm going to see it so I can have it. And then it's like speaking it out into existence. Like it's done. And it is so important. It is so important. So that's what I do every morning. That's my morning routine. It's something that I teach in my, it's the first week of my course actually that I teach. And it is so important. 
it is so important. And the more that I'm going through in my life, the more hard times, the more hard knocks that I have, the more I realize just how important training your mind to win every day is so important because those unexpected races are going to show up and how you slay it is going to be on how you have been pushing that mindset weight every day. So go and crush your life by every morning slaying it with a DVD. Get it.